What's going on? Tyson McGuffin here. Christmas is right around the corner. You know I'm on Cameo. You know where to find me. If you want me to put together a special message for somebody extra special or uh, maybe some pickleball education or have me take my shirt off, uh, you know where to find me. What's going on? Tyson McGuffin here. Welcome to the McGuffin Show. We're on episode 29, rock and rolling. It's dumping snow here. Uh, it's it's um, last last week or so. It was like 10, 20 degrees. It's warmed up a little bit, and uh, it's, it's crapping snow. My uh, brother, who lives in central Washington, uh, posted a story on his Instagram page this morning, and uh, he was letting his dogs out in, a, in his uh, backyard. And there was, there was so much snow in the backyard that you could barely see his dogs. You could just see his uh, golden retriever's nose like popping out of the snow and trying to jump to the snow. But uh, Central Washington's getting hit. Uh, supposed to pick up my little man Ty tomorrow. So I'm hoping, hoping uh, his mom does not cancel on me. This episode is powered by Beamer Therapy. Be sure to go to my website. Go to TysonMcGuffin.com. Go to my sponsor page. Click on the Beamer link and find out all about Beamer Therapy. If you're looking to stay young, stay fresh, um, uh, focus on your recovery, then uh, Beamer Therapy uh, could definitely benefit you. Got my wife here. I told her, don't don't be eating my burrito. Don't be looking at it. Don't even smell it. Okay, It's my burrito, even though it is a little cold and actually doesn't look very attractive anyhow. No. It doesn't. Mama, what's up, girl? Hey. Again, quick apology <laughs> for Kyle not making it, but due to snow and weather. Yeah, K-Mac. K-Mac slacking. I mean, guy, he just taught a camp for me Monday, Wednesday, Arizona, comes back. We had a, we had a court you know, scheduled this morning. <laughs> Uh, uh, it took me like a week and a half to actually book the court, <laughs> you know, had to, had to call some people, get them to cancel their court just so we could get a court at seven. We we're all planned from seven to nine this morning. Uh, came back about an hour away, calls me, uh, calls me at like six, six fifteen. tells me he can't get out of his driveway, but he's super sorry. And I said, Hey, you know what? You're fired. You're fired. Okay. <laughs> never. I'm, you're never going to come on the podcast. You're never going to teach and I'm never going to play. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyhow, so K-Mac is not here, but a uh, uh, much more beautiful, educated, oh, sharper. Oh, stop. Um, but uh, my, my Kyle, wife is going to be giving her two cents today. You Appreciate you, sweetheart. Just don't be looking at my burrito. <laughs> uh, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Yeah. Uh, kids, babies. Just <laughs> sw swimming and all my, of my uh, nonsense. I'm the snack whisperer. No, actually. She's, she's the fixer. She's the cleaner up. <laughs> and she puts my diaper on. No, between the businesses and the babies. How do you do it? It's been a little crazy. Well, how do you, how, I mean, you just know, tell me, how do you, know, you do it? I, I, I <laughs> wake up every morning and I say, God, I'm lucky, but how do you do it? <laughs> it's like that little meme where the room's on fire, but the guy says, it's okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I just keep saying, it's okay. We'll, <laughs> and I'm trying to appreciate that one day we'll, <clears throat> we will miss this phase is what everybody's telling us. So, um, But no, just super grateful and thankful for every all the crazy stuff that keeps us yeah, so busy yeah. so and, we're, and, we're so grateful right. for that so. and little little mackers coming into his own he's smiling laughing <laughs> being cute yeah such a little stud and then banks is she's such a precious little angel who's just being she so is. weird Gosh, she's so weird <laughs> if you guys watched my stories yesterday she was I don't know, she had like uh, she had something in her hands but she's like arching her back and doing all this crazy stuff she's she's she sounds like a German shepherd and she's doing <laughs> yoga half of the day. Um, and yeah, uh, she's, she's working on her, on her range of motion with her spine. She's definitely trying to talk. Yeah, she's trying to talk. There's no, there's no, there's no, her tongue's in the way. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
there, there's a there's a lot of size size say yeah we need a translator we do we do we need a banker translator banker um but yeah bankers has not been outside yet we should we need to throw her ass outside i'm just kidding well, we need to throw I, her butt outside she, excuse me she got to play in the snow with the boys Remember, she got the new snowsuit when we went to the hot springs. They barely, I mean, yeah, they more sissies. so wanted to These guys swim. didn't even play they, outside. I know. They were, they they were just, more they just sat in the egg water. The I know. Egg water. <laughs> Banks did too, though. They did for hours. It was crazy. Yeah, bankers can swim like there's no tomorrow. She's she a little loves, fish. She loves Banker. <laughs> she just loves her brother. Okay, topics here. Tom Dundon purchased PPA, pickleballtournaments.com, Pickleball Central. Pretty nutty. New Year's resolution stuff. Content coming out. TikTok newsletter. YT. Camps. Boiler room breakdown. And some questions. First off, wild, wild, wild. Don't know if it's good for pickleball or if it's not. I assume that it is, but I'm a little worried. I'm a little scared. And um, yeah, I just really don't know what to think. I think there's a lot of players out there that are kind of in the same boat. Like I said, I think it's good for pickleball, but tough to tell. So things that we do know. Uh, Mr. Dundon, Dundon Capital Partners, DCP, led by Tom Dundon, purchased a PPA, pickleballalternatives.com, and Pickleball Central. Boom. He's the owner of the NHL Carolina Hurricanes. He was a huge investor in Top Golf. Um, the Hurricanes are sponsored by PNC Bank. What was that stupid? What? Lenovo. Le- Invisalign. Lenovo, Invisalign, and other local sponsors. The connections could bring large sponsors like these to pickleball, which is huge. We all we all obviously see that, but. Um, it's going to be interesting to see where it goes. Mr. Pardo will stay on um, and help run the league for the next couple of years. Um, the new spin serve rule is a little interesting as well. Uh, no spin serve for pros, but they're allowing spin serves for amateurs. Do they do they think that amateurs are able to <laughs> handle returns better? Because if you see me or if you see me this last year return against Zane. Um, or anybody else that had some junk on their serve, I was probably only making half of my returns. Um, I some, need to get Zane to teach something me. Something to note there. So uh, according to No Man's right, <laughs> according to No Man's Land blog, uh, the PPA has secured and signed 22 of the top uh, players to exclusively play for the PPA, and that article came out on January 1st. Uh, I'm gonna have my wife touch on the APP and all that, all that jazz. Okay. On their APP. So uh, to the pickleball community, I'm thrilled to announce that the Association of Pickleball Professionals is entering into a strategic partnerships that will profoundly enhance the APP's reach and business model and result in the largest tour in pickleball history. The 2022 APP tour with 32 scheduled domestic and international stops will offer, 32. Will offer nearly $2 million in prize money, increased professional player stipends, and will be hosted at some of the country's best and most historic venues while keeping with its voice of reaching all regions in the U.S. It's important to note that the APP tour will continue to be the most professional and welcoming in the country and will not re- require any exclusive commitments from participants. Dun, dun, dun. 
The formal announcement will be made at the conclusion of our season-ending APP Masters Tour stop in Boca Raton, Florida, January 18th through 23rd. We're excited to continue... Uh, growing our incomparable sport with elevating the prestige and financial opportunities for both amateurs and our deserving pickleball professionals. Until then, I wish you a wonderful New Year's, uh, New Year, health, and great success on the courts. Warmly, Ken Herman, founder of the APP. I, I like how they're offering player stipends. I think that's smart. Yeah. Trying to yeah, uh, sure. standardize. So, um, seems like both are growing. Seems like both are growing, correct? Yep. There was a post this morning from the APP tour. And the post states that uh, APP emergency pro wildcard process, it already starts. Yeah. The APP 75K Masters Boca Raton uh, tournament coming up. Uh, effective immediately, an emergency pro wildcard process has been implemented for this year's APP Masters. Effective immediately based on the recently signed contracted pros forced to withdraw from this year's season ending championships. That's, that's wild. Uh, and it's pretty quick for that all to start. Uh, there has been a severe impact on the pros that were dropped and now have no other partners that were APP qualified, having made flight, hotel, and commitments months out. To ensure a wonderful experience for all pros, the APP is allowing non-qualified pros until Monday, January 10th, midnight Eastern, to apply for a wildcard, allowing the drop pros an opportunity to find a replacement of their liking. No, a player must have a UTPR rating of 4.5 to enter. Um, as the official pro tour partnered of the USA Pickleball, we understand the frustrations this must be for the drop pros and hope this will provide a great experience for all players involved with this year's championships. Wow. <clears throat> so, what's your take uh, I would say I guess it's just the first ripple f effect from um, from signing so it uh, we've all kind of wondered what what all is going to take place or how it's going to roll or how long it's going to take we talked about the parallels between uh, some of these situations and consolidating tours uh, similar to frisbee golf I right. think the dink pointed that out yeah. um, it took them five years I think to, to negotiate figure and figure out what was going where and yeah. really get to a point where then they can announce a, par exactly. a partnership um, so it'd be interesting to see if APP stays around or if they get pushed out just with all the best players in the world signing with PPA or if, or, sort of or if, if there's this delayed process where it takes a little longer to right, right. consolidate and see I die but uh, I, I, it'd be, I'd be I'd be I'd uh, be uh, I think I think uh, it's more likely that that APP gets pushed out and um, yeah it, it, from 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 what it sounds like it sounds like Tom Dundon is um, trying to set this standard with any organization any event any tour that wants to run tournaments um, and this standard uh, would represent that uh, you know each or uh, pro players. Uh, get get the same appearance fee. There's the same prize pool payout for select tournaments, whether they're tier ones, tier twos, tier threes. But there's this standardized way of taking care of the pros, same resources, same perks at tournaments. And um, uh, it seems like APP is obviously stepping up their game. Right. Um, I don't I don't know all the lo logistics behind the contract, but obviously it looks like they're um, giving player stipends. So I know like they'll talk about it more here pretty soon. Yeah, I know if you're uh, a highly ranked APP player, I know that your lodging, some other stuff gets taken care of as well. So, um, so we'll see what happens. See what I happens. think all in all, I mean, look at both sides. And I think they're both making strides to make it better for the pros. So it can't be an all 
bad thing in, at this point anyways, yeah. I think. Um, and I, who knows, and I could be completely speaking out of turn, but if there are any further parallels between uh, the Frisbee golf thing and this is that um, they time. ended up, yeah, it took some time, but they ended up at the end of the day working together. And, but once um, some, something so. that you're not noting is that uh, they were friends to start. And, yeah, and they the, and they knew one day they were going to form into into one tour, one organization. Yeah, and one and existed way APP before the other one. Had a, had a much different start, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, that was kind of a piss war. Yeah, but I think uh, yeah, we'll see. I guess we'll all see. I think at by the end of January, I think uh, Connor was on a kitchen uh, interview and said something about after January fifteenth, they'll have some more clarity and have some more announcement. Sounds by so Ken we'll, Herman's message somewhere. Yeah, after that tour. The, after the 23rd of PPA January. PPA is January 15th. APP is after the Masters right. Bo- Boca Raton, which is the 23rd. Right. So, so we'll um, holding our breaths. By the, by the end of January, <laughs> we'll have a lot more answers. Um, okay, New Year's resolution. Um, don't we all have our New Year's resolutions? Um, so, uh, yeah, I feel like... You know, uh, not not every year I've made uh, changes to my to my uh, to my routine or you know changes to my uh, my daily life or had New Year's resolutions, but um, uh, this year in particular, um, you know, just just with age, getting older, um, trying to take care of my body more, having more kids, owning a business, all the above, just trying to be uh, the best human I can be. Um, but with that being said, I'm going to do more reading. I'm not going to drink alcohol. Um, I, uh, uh, have a physical therapist that I'm working with just so I can work out all the kinks and know my body a bit better, be a bit more educated with biomechanics. Um, I'm looking to hire a trainer. I, um, it's been, it's been a little tricky to get our foursome together or to really get anybody together. Um, uh, don't ask me why, but, uh, so with that, I've been using a, uh, guy that's actually in my instructional videos. His name's Jim. I call him Jimmy. Uh, people have asked me if he is a scarecrow. No, he's not a scarecrow. He's just in his sixties. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, uh, anyhow, so I've been showing up in the mornings at uh, peak couple, uh, couple mornings a week and I've been using the ball machine. I literally have never used the ball machine. I never even used the ball machine in tennis. Here I am 32 and I'm freaking using the ball machine for my first time. So, uh, and little did I know you can get a damn good workout using the ball machine. Um, and I wish I could throw a plug in for the ball machine that we're using, but, uh, I don't know the name of it. Next one. Um, but anyhow, so I've been, I've been able to hit like 500 balls. Um, it's, it's, it's a bit more singles dependent. It's tough to really get like, you know, dinking drills in or like work on your hands or work on really anything double specific with the ball machine. I feel like it's a little easier to kind of work on ground strokes and movement and cardio. So I've been using it for, um, you know, things like that. But uh, yeah, I've been able to hit like 500 balls in a, in a span of 30 minutes as I'm hitting balls. Jimmy's picking up, putting balls back in the back in the ball machine for me. And uh he is one of the nicest guys, I'll tell you what. And he is just a slave for me in the morning. And he will gladly do it. And I appreciate him more than he knows. Uh, so, Jimmy, if you are listening, you are my man. Um, but anyhow, so I've been uh, been showing up at peak early. Um, and that's that's kind of the that's part of my new plan for 2022 as well is just getting up a little earlier. I am so much more productive from like 6 to 2 than I am from 10 to 6 or no, 10 to 4. So, uh, speak of the devil, Mr. Pardo. Um so with that being said, yeah, I've been doing 45 minutes of ball machine and then been, um, you know, I think a uh, uh, tip for the viewers here, if you're in a position where maybe you're not 
you know you don't have better players in your area or you're having a hard time just finding guys um you can you can still get better you can still find ways to modify your practice routine and get something out of it so i've been doing 45 minutes on the ball machine um high pace high intensity uh hitting a lot of forehands trying to work on my backhand a little bit but living and dying by what i do well <laughs> uh and then with that the extra 45 minutes uh, I've, I've been putting jim in a corner um usually he's at the net he moves me side to side i have to drop or drive back to him on one side and uh anyhow uh if you're playing with somebody that maybe isn't as mobile they're a little older or you're looking to get more out of it and they're looking to just kind of age you do a lot of stuff with you moving them a bit more stationary um we do kitchen work games like that we do uh Stuff where Jimmy's at the kitchen line, I'm at the baseline, he's moved me side to side. It's a bit more realistic. So, um, so yeah, been, been introducing stuff like that. Um, and, you know, I'm just trying to, trying to be a better husband, be a better listener. Uh, um, uh, you know, turn the switch off when I'm with my kids, not be so work dependent on my phone, posting stories. Um, get off of my phone and to be honest i have i i may have a problem with looking at my phone so uh i haven't installed it yet but there's going to be here very soon there's going to be little periods in the day where i'm going to take my phone away and put it away because i don't need it i don't need it uh, i don't know what my wife's opinion on that is what's what's uh what's your, your new year's resolution oh, and and what are you looking to do differently and something else that that is huge of mine is that i'm just looking to uh you know, if I can go away with the ego and just uh, be a bit more level-headed, um, yeah, I'm just uh, I've, I've been I've been doing some med uh, been doing some meditation in the morning, been doing some yoga, and uh, just some extra reading with, yeah, just pushing the ego aside, uh, being a better human, and and uh, yeah, going through life that way. So uh, <laughs> I think I think my wife uh, my <laughs> wife may may like that. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. No, I think uh, I don't know for me. I think for me, which is huge, is I've just been, well, obviously two babies under two, and then our boys, and then the over three businesses, my head kind of spins. I just go fire to fire. So now with some very sweet help um, each day from seven to three, I am able to uh, go to my office and not be you know, holding a baby while I'm in the office. So right. take some time uh, yourself, girl. Yeah, I mean, take yeah. some time. So, and, and the help that she's talking about is my mother. My mom just jumped on board. My mom is kind of acting as a full-time nanny. We originally did not want that to happen. We'd kind of wanted to keep our circle a little tighter, grab some extra help. That wasn't family. We thought it was going to be simpler that way. Little did we know, um, bless Bianca's heart. Cause she was a sweetheart, but we just needed some more help. And so yeah. with that being said, my mom has been great yeah. and, uh, uh, and she truly appreciates the kids. And, and the funny thing too, not to cut Meg off here, but the funny thing is that she has been doing medical billing. So she was living in Seattle, uh, working at a healthcare clinic, doing medical billing. Uh, she then moved over to Idaho. And so she's been working from home, uh, doing medical billing, you know, working, uh, eight to four. And so she thought she could do medical billing and watch the kids. And the funny thing is that two days in, she was so, uh, uh, I mean, she was loving her situation. She was loving hanging out with the kids. And I think she fell in love with the kids so quick. And she fell in love with just being around and like being a nanny that after like Wednesday morning, so she worked all day Monday, did both jobs, uh, you know, did her medical billing and then watched the kids, did the same thing Tuesday. I asked her Wednesday how things were going. She said, hey, you know what? 
my uh, medical billing job is a little too tough and I just want to watch the kids. <laughs> so here she is two days in. She, she uh, bless her heart. She's a sweetheart. We, we love my mom. But uh, yeah, she's head over heels for those kids and she does not want to do her job. She just wants to be a nanny. So I said, we will gladly pay you. No, so it's so nice. So nice to be able to, I guess, get up get a little workout in, get back to my routine, really have time to work. It's crazy how much more efficient you can be when you're uninterrupted. And, and then something I'm trying to like take into account. Uh, I think a girl that I knew from high school just posted a little Ted talk, uh, or reposted a Ted talk. And they were talking about, uh, you're not using all of your brain if you don't allow yourself some time to be bored. And mm-hmm. I probably cannot remember the last time that I, I was bored or I wasn't on my phone or I didn't carry around my laptop or, um, you know, I wasn't doing, I, if I'm idle, I feel like I, uh, there's something that needs to be done. And so, um, if, and that, I, if I'm <laughs> idling, I feel like there's shit that has to be done. Well, Calm down, <laughs> let your brain get bored and come to creativity. Yeah. And I think, you know, part of our, like our couple's Instagram, the Tyson and Meg Instagram was a lot of my we thought need, process we, we came. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, a lot of that, you know, opinions and things that I've expressed on there were from me actually sitting quietly with my own thoughts and, and, you know, being able to share some real realistic thoughts. So hopefully... Hopefully that will be accomplished. So, uh, and and as uh, as as her husband, I am very happy that uh, that she's got time to herself and uh, that she's not so spread thin. And I am sick of seeing her just exhausted with, with two babies <laughs> and businesses and hey, having way too much on her plate. And but so we're blessed. We are no, 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 no of course what, we are right? more yeah. than blessed, and, and life is great. But you know, uh, uh, yeah, I just want to have my wife uh, have some time to herself, have her own time, not just be a slave for the kids. Even though there's nothing wrong with that, um, you know, we just we, we you know we're uh, there's there's more on her plate, and she's very efficient, and so. Um, we're just trying to use her as much as we can, and uh, I'm just glad that she's got some time to herself. So nice um, to find balance. Now we can get creative. Yes. Right? Now we yes, can get creative. Yes, which is good for everybody. Exactly. Um, okay, so new content coming out. Uh, if you guys have not checked out my TikTok page, get over there, follow me. Um, got some good stuff on that channel. I've only posted on our seven or eight videos so far, but we're posting um a couple times a week and have been for the last couple weeks uh my newsletter tyson's take just went out yesterday i hope you guys enjoyed that uh we highlighted me as a coach me as an athlete and me as a dad um and we've been posting on my youtube channel monday wednesday we've been posting um either a podcast bully room breakdown highlight video instructional video and then on the days that we're not posting um big pieces we're doing shorts or we're reusing content which is usually tuesday thursday and friday hope you guys enjoyed that content um k mac just got back from az taught a camp at mesa uh, tennis center that's where the uh eight that, that's where the ppa's february az tournament was held last year uh first tournament that they held was actually held at the mesa tennis facility um back in february of 2020 so K-Mac ran a canter. He had 16. Johnny Sperling helped him out. Uh, love us some John Sperling. He's doing great things in pickleball. Um, and I believe he is an APP believer, as with most seniors. Uh, I am not going to give my opinion there, but it just seems like the APP uh, is very embracing with their seniors, if you know what I mean. But um, 
make sure to go over to my website, take a look at all the camps that we're, that we're running this year, uh, partnered up with a few different companies, but some pros are going to be teaching for us. We'll have Sperling, Kami McGregor, who is cooler than all of us. We all know that <laughs> Morgan Evans, Lon Krantz, uh, K-Mac, who is going to be leading, uh, 10 to 15 camps for us. John Sperling also is going to be leading five, uh, Wes Gabrielson. And I'm hoping to add on Lee Whitwell because Lee, is a pretty cool chick. She's very educated, mm-hmm. knows her stuff. She just, uh, she was living in Bend, Oregon um, for the last couple of years, and she recently just moved to the villages. So, um, what is going on at the villages? <laughs> I mean, what is going on? Wrap your tool. I'm just kidding. Um, um, okay, so the next portion of this episode is Boiler Room Breakdown. We're going to be taking a peek at the women's final of the Takea PPA Championships. This portion of the episode is sponsored by Selkirk TV. Okay, we got uh, Tarashenko and Smith here uh, playing Kovalova and Jardim. Uh-huh, okay, so we're gonna, we're gonna run that back here. Okay, we see Irina dropping. Callie's looking to get her hands dirty. We see this this fire battle. We see we see Callie looking to poach uh, off, of, off of Irina's drop. Drop. Okay, so uh, I, Irina hits the drop up the line. Um, I don't think there's any, you know, any set strategy with, with dropping up the line. Um, you know, if you feel like uh, the person cross court from you has been beating up your partner, I think it, it, it may make more sense to be dropping up the line. You know, if, if Lucy's been speeding up off the bounce and beating Kelly head to head. Probably makes sense not to be dropping over there, uh, especially if Lucy likes to speed up off the bounce, right? Um, so Irina drops, Callie slides, gets those hands dirty. Uh, Irina here recognizes that it's floaty and, and hang on real quick. So something I get asked in camps all the time is, Hey, if my, if my partner comes to poach over, should I be sliding over and filling the gap? You have more time than you think. I mean, yes, we're going to be making that move, but you got to see this thing play out. Look to address and assess and know that you have more time than you think and and kind of let this thing unfold. As we see here, Irina doesn't dart over and just take that spot, right? She, she sees that uh, Callie slides, Callie's being aggressive. There's a floater, she splits, swings, and then it's Crash City from there. Swing again, find that hip, close, and good night. Like it. Down the middle solves it. There's that Callie Smith fist pump. You guys see that? Oh, come on, come on, come on. I've, I've, I've seen a couple of those. Oh, yeah. Look at that bicep. Yeah. I mean, my God. Jeez, she's so much stronger than I am. Strongest player. I need sure. to get my I ass think, in the gym. I mean, by Callie. far. I mean, stronger than any female. And I, I say this with true respect. There's no disrespect here. I mean, she's, she's fit. She's the nicest girl on tour. She's about as straight as they come. She's very intense. And those muscles are real. Those muscles are very real. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Very good. Okay. Point number two here. Takea showcase. Um, love this center court. It's so nice. Yep. Drive the third. Poach. Close. Crash city. Okay. Got herself a little dink battle. Oh, sneaky. I like it. Okay. Again. 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 Show that again here. Serve deep, drive, close. 
Okay. Ooh, that that is that's about as good as it gets right there. Threading the needle. Thread the needle. <laughs> and looks like uh, looks like Callie's looking to slide a little bit, right? So dink inside out, slice, and hang on real quick. Okay. So so yeah, I mean it looks like looks like Callie's there right now, right? Callie's there. Um, looks like she's reading the speed up. Yeah, I think she just slid a little too early or maybe she thought uh, Simone was going out her body, but very good job of holding that speed up by, by Simone. I'm just gonna run that through once more here. Drive, poach, recover, get back in. She drops one, gets one down, brings it back to neutral, and boom, pretty, pretty, pretty. Also too, something I like here is that Simone hits, hits an aggressive inside out dink and as we all know, if you're gonna hit a push, if you're gonna be aggressive with your dinking, what's what's your focus from there? Usually it's being aggressive with your lean and looking to be aggressive either at the air or off the bounce. But what sets the tone there is this aggressive dink. See this little inside out? Irina takes a step back, opens up some space. Okay, dinks, there's space in the middle. Good night. Mama, what do you think there? I, I know you have that. Pretty precise. I, uh, I know you have that. Uh, I'm pretty precise, she says. <laughs> okay, now we have Lucy and uh, Irina on the serving side. Got herself a typical female battle. Why is it that the guys can never play fun points like this? I'm just kidding. Oh, jeez. Headshot. No, oh, look at Irina. I mean, just a, a true professional, uh, uh, recognize that it hits her hair. Okay. See a little hand speed battle. There's that aggressive dink, speed up. Nice little block by Arena, good hands. Oh, it was good, it was good tracking ability. She got out of the way. She just uh, looked like the ball hit her hair there. Okay, and sometimes, sometimes we'll, we'll see this in women's as well. And Benny is known to hit a couple uh, third shot lobs if he's feeling very comfortable and usually is when he's like up 10-1 or 10-2. But um, the Waters will throw up a couple third ball lobs. Simone uh, is known to, call, uh, to throw up a couple third ball lobs. And then usually with this, they're, they're banging their fifth and they're coming in from there. Throw up a lob. Callie pops the overhead and talk about a real girl overhead. That is a big girl overhead. Callie can pop the overhead. Okay, looks like the overhead comes back in a hurry. Swing, gets one down. Now we're, oh, oh, uh, I don't know. Let's see. Okay, um, but something that we've talked about in the past is that when you are lobbing or when you're playing defense from the baseline here, when you're playing defense in the baseline, as you're lobbing, if you feel like the overhead comes back with pace and you, and you don't have time to be precise with your drop or your drive, um, makes sense to just lob back. Once you feel like the overhead comes back and it's not as authoritative and it's got a little less pace, then you can either drop or you can drive and then it's go time, baby. Then you're looking to get established from there. Um, so as we, as we see here, okay, lob, lob, pop one, drive one, drive one, drop, now we're in, baby. Floats it, oh no, no, just floats it, sorry. Uh, she goes for her speed up. Looks like she uh, may have, uh, she was trying to be the hero there. 
Don't be the hero. Okay, it usually doesn't end up end up being very successful. Um, okay, very good point there. But uh, prime example of how good defense is good offense. And um, if you know your shot selection when you're playing defense and your discipline and you recognize how much time you have, you can bail yourself out of some deep waters, okay? Um, take a look at some of the best teams in the world. They usually, yes, they do it with offense, but a large majority of the time, uh, their defense is dialed, they're, they're scrambling and they're sending a message that says, hey, it's gonna take a lot to get through me and I'm gonna make this court look pretty stinking small. So with that being said, um, you know, you're gonna either have to uh, uh, pop an overhead with some angle or, or you're gonna have to just uh, be a bit more selective with your spots to try to get it through me. Um, so don't be afraid to play some good defense. <laughs> that point was sick. Okay, let's just check that out again. Looks like Simone digs one out. Okay, so drop. Look at this. Simone bails herself out of trouble. Tip down, throw it up, baby. Look at that. Almost into a perfect lob. Organized log. chaos. Uh, yeah, organized chaos. <laughs> Call that a slob. Oh. It's called the sloppy lob. Meg, Meg is known to hit a couple slobs. Oh, yeah. Don't we all? Don't we all hit some slobs? Oh, yeah. It's not a good day on the pickle court unless you get a couple slobs. Mine's right? never intentional. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy, get there. Don't clap. Dive. I have one. <laughs> okay. And uh, Callie polishes it off with that little two-hander. Probably one of the bigger two-handers in the game, if you ask me. Okay. Okay, we got Callie serving to Simone. Simone puts the return in the middle. Bang the third. Oh, there's another little little crash play. Okay, and and take a take a look what Lucy does here, just to um, defend on that poach and give herself a little time. That way she's equipped and she's ready and she's organized. So take a look here, bang the third. She buys herself a little time. And hey, uh, uh, if, if, if Irina doesn't come up in close, usually, usually uh, uh, baking by their partner doesn't result in the other partner baking right after. So what, so what I'm trying to say is that Lucy, she doesn't have to hit this ball perfectly. And especially if Callie is coming all the way over and her weight's still moving and she's not able to recover. Lucy doesn't have to hit this ball well. She just got to poke it in the open court. Pokes it in the open court, gives herself some time. Irina gets one down, got herself a hand speed battle. Very nice, very nice, very nice. But what I'm trying to say here is that, is that I feel like there's uh, people in Lucy's position who feel a lot of pressure and feel like they have to hit this ball so well when they're defending off of the bake. But honestly, you, you, you know, we don't, we don't have to hit it that well. Um, if Callie isn't able to come back in, we can just poke it to the open court and it's tough for, it's, it's, not, it's, uh, it's not impossible, but it's definitely tough for Irina to be seeing that she's in I formation as Callie's poaching and then to slide over to open court and to poach after that, if you know what I mean. Run this again here. Simone puts one in the middle, drive. Lucy gives herself some time, very nice. Defends that extremely well. Hand speed battle. Callie's on it. Callie's got that forehand ready. Forehand's always ready. As, so 
as you see here, a lot of these points are getting sped up much quicker than you'll see uh, as the men are playing. You know, men are a bit more selective. They're not as quick to go. Uh, maybe because they respect each other's hands just a, just a bit more. Not saying the women don't respect each other's hands, but uh, uh, looks like the uh, pace of the points are just a little quicker. That's a beautiful block. Looks like there may have been some room to hit an ATP there, huh? There's there's a speed up. Okay, and let's just let's uh let's run this again here. Drop, beauty, got herself a hand speed battle. Mm-hmm. Got some good dinking here, waiting for a ball that we can work with. Irina's got one, pokes it at Lucy. Lucy does a good job of covering that, covering that death space shoulder. Looks like there's some room to hit an ATP there. Doesn't, doesn't decide to uh, take the ATP. Speed up cross. When you speed up cross, usually it goes in, in front of your partner. As we see there, she sped up cross court. As she sped up cross court, put Callie in a position to clean. Speed up cross. Callie's gonna clean. Good night. And then from there, then they're just plugging middle, right? Irina speeding up cross court. She's got the forehand, she sped up cross court. Callie cleans, and then Irina sits and pinches middle. Very nice, ladies. That's how you do it. All right, point number nine here. Point number nine. Okay, Simone, and, and as, we, as we see here, Simone uses this technique a lot, and she uses uh, this, this technique uh, not only on her serve, um, but she uses it with her groundies, she uses it with her dinks, with her speed ups, and with her drops. So she disguises very well on the forehand side with that tip down technique. Tip down, pecker down. Okay, good. Makes that hard though. <clears throat> I mean, Callie's a beast. Callie's a beast. So, so look how Callie stays in zone four and stays very forehand dependent. Okay, watch here. Drop. Control with the forehand. Again, slide, beauty, slide, good. So, and, and what puts Callie in a position to really find forehands is that not only is she sliding to her left, but her ready position, as we all know, is very alert. Uh, it's, it's very out in front. She, she does a good job of making contact uh, out in front with some good spacing. And so, uh, just it seems like uh, more often than not, Callie's really kind of sitting and camping on that on that forehand counter. Very nice. Mama, are you ready for the uh, female pro tour? <laughs> Am I ready? Oh my God, Lucy, stop, stop! That is ridiculous. Huh? That's about as good as it gets, huh? That's about as Whoa. good as it gets. Look at this, look at this. Irina has got a high ball. High ball, look at that, scoops it up. Looks like it's a little wristy, you know. <laughs> Let's watch this, look at this little scooper. Okay, and then I'm gonna pause it right there. Perfect, okay, boom. So both girls are um, in the middle looking to defend. Lucy, uh, as you see here, she ends up getting one down. 
And then after she gets one down, uh, Callie pops one up and she ends up basically baking off of a block that was pretty sick. Great example of good defense, that's good offense, and you can only defend if you have time, and you can only defend if you sit your you-know-what down and you're athletic and your center of gravity is low. Look at that, boom, a little pickup, and see ya. Not too bad with the fist bump, come on. You better fist pump after that block, that block's insane. All right, Hit, hits the return, and and as we, as we see here too, we see here too, a lot of these returns go up the line. Why? Cuts off the, um, doesn't, doesn't cut off the angle, but cuts off the distance to a certain degree. Um, obviously, uh, you know, Simone feels more vulnerable hitting the return cross court. Um, why? Because, you know, further distance, she has to move a little quicker. She has to be a bit more alert with her first step. And Callie's got a pretty good down the line forehand. With this, she can float it. She can give herself some time. Lucy can be a little bigger in the middle. And, uh, and then as we see here, Simone is able to get herself established on the left side of the court. Some, some pretty good D, huh? Oh, okay, but... But with... Um, sorry, with Simone not getting up and established as quick, as we see here, you know, as we see here, sorry, her, her feet don't quite get up and establish. She, she's still moving. As she's still moving, they end up driving at her, which results into her popping up a volley. Now they're back playing defense. Um, like it, like that Irina is testing that person um, after they've hit the return and driving cross court. So something to note here, you can be, you know, you can be driving at the person uh, as they're returning especially if they're unwinding and they're, um, and they're you know, unwinding to the other side of the court. So um, if, you, if you see that you've hit a deep serve, that you've pushed the returner back and they're unwinding and they're having a hard time coming in, uh, you should notice blinking green lights on their feet. You should be looking to bang away and drive and see if you can get any freebies. Nothing wrong with getting some freebies. All right, we'll, go, we'll go last two here. Okay, like it. Irina was in trouble, bought herself some time. Callie gets one down, boom, gets another one down. Okay, here we go, got herself a classic point here. Speed up. Beautiful, beautiful. Great job by Irina. Let's see if you can see the replay here. If there is one. Okay, pops one up, pops one up, time. As she's popping balls up, what is she doing? She's scooting back, giving herself some time. Why? Because you can only defend if you have time. So she scoots back, gives herself some time, gets one down. I like this brave move by Callie, okay? So, I, I mean, it's, you know, like I said, it's a little brave. So Callie throws up this high looper, it, but it lands in the kitchen, right? Lands in the kitchen. And, and, then, and then from there, she's kind of testing Simone. She's saying, hey, you know what? I just got one down, right? I just got one down. I'm now gonna get in your vision, come halfway in and see uh, if you go at either foot. As she does, she goes at Callie's uh, inside foot. Callie gets one down. And then we have herself a little, little battle here. 
Again, Irina purpose, uh, time real quick. So Irina on purpose, I believe, gives Lucy some bait, gives her a uh, bait dink that's in the middle, that's up a little higher. With that being said, it looks like, looks like, uh, looks like Irina was anticipating that, that speed up. As she anticipates, she's sitting middle, forehand, Crash City, pinch, 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 because when we start, we clean, and we start middle, we stay middle, you know that. <laughs> Boom. Here's another one, Close City. Not too bad, but great job by Irina by starting, cleaning, and staying middle. If you're gonna start in the middle, be authoritative in the middle. Sarah Ansbury knows that. Okay, last one here. End on a good one. There's that tip down drop. That is oh so reliable. Oh yeah, Benny knows that. Okay. Classic Jardim. Lovely. Now the ran speed up. Ah, pretty good, pretty good. And we've we've seen this a couple times. And I think why we're seeing this is because uh, Callie's been, um, I don't know what percentage of the time, but it looks like Callie was, was beating Simone head-to-head -head a little bit, even though with the score, it looks like uh, overall score line, Jardim and Kovalova was winning, but I think, uh, you know, probably head-to-head, -head, Callie may have that advantage there. So with that being said, you know, um, something I used to do with Rye is I used to speed up cross-court. Um, same deal, Rye has, uh, you know, better hands than, than most of us. And so with that being said, it put Rye in a hand speed battle uh, against the person in front of him. So as we see here, speed up cross court, clean. Like it. Mama, how do you think the boiler room breakdown went? How was my analysis? Well, Because well, you don't listen to me anymore. She doesn't. The last person she wants to listen to is me. She doesn't. Even though she did take my 101, my 102, my 103. It's always fun watching the women play, though. Oh, like uh, you said, it is a little more. It, 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 it is totally is. It's, it's, it's high pace, high intensity, <laughs> a lot more handsy battles. I mean, they you make know, it look cooler. I have. I to mean, say. nationals, Franklin Ball, Riley, and I playing J Dub and Cal in the finals. You were there live. How boring was that match? <laughs> I mean, for gosh sakes, Tyson, do something. All you're doing is dinking on the right and looking athletic. You look good, but you're not doing much. <laughs> Uh, it was good. That was good. Okay, well, thank you. Oh, she's so sweet. Okay, well, hey, my name is Tyson McGuffin. This is The McGuffin Show. Uh, this is episode 29. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure to like, subscribe, turn those notifications on, and we'll uh, see you guys here soon.